Anybody else? Anybody else? A sensible vision. A sensible vision. Number one, a sensible vision. What does that mean? Let me, let me, let me give you the definition of sensible. Let me give you the definition. Because I believe if we know the definition, then we understand what, what the word means, right? Say it again. Say it again. Uh, a sensible vision. Listen to this. Listen to this. Because some of us, we, this is exactly how we need to dream. Listen to this. Practical and functional rather than decorative. See, the thing about the dream, y'all, is most people just think it's supposed to be like, Woo, I'm at the dream. It's a journey, man. It's a journey. It is a journey. I never saw, I never saw some of the things that happened on this journey so far. So far, I never saw it. But guess what? My sensible vision when I was in the valley kept me going. My sensible vision, y'all, when, when I didn't know how I was going to pay my mortgage. Guess what? It kept me going. The sensible vision when I was your age and I didn't know how in the world I was going to turn my life around. It kept me going, y'all. A sensible vision. So a sensible vision, it has to be clear. It has to be clear, y'all. Have y'all ever seen Scooby-Doo? In the when she's trying to find the glasses. And then guess what? That's some of us in life. We, try, we, we go through high school. We don't come up with no plan. We don't come up with no dream. We don't come up with no vision. So then we leave school and we go like this. We don't know where we're going. I changed my major like 10 times. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I didn't know where I was going. I had no vision. I had zero vision. Zero. It wasn't sensible. It wasn't even real. I just say, man, one day I'm going to be rich. One day I'm going to be a millionaire. One day I ain't coming if you do not have a sensible vision. So number one, it has to be clear. Number two, it has to be believable to you. Muhammad Ali, before he ever won anything, said, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Ever won nothing. I am the greatest. And guess what? Most people put Muhammad Ali as the number one boxer who ever lived. Why? Because he was, when he left, when he left a legacy, he left a legacy. So here's what I want you to understand. You don't get out of life what you want. You get out of life what you picture, what you see, right? What you picture and what you see. So here's what we need to do. We need to not dream ambiguous. Dream big. Dream. Dream the dream that scares you. Can I show y'all something? Because I want y'all to think I'm just talking about you know, something I don't live, right? This, I live this. Let me show you something. So every morning, or every other morning, I wake up early. I'm an early riser, right? I wake up about 4 o'clock, 4.30, right? And I'll give y'all the reason why I do that. But I go on these walks, right? I go on these walks at the hill. Have any of y'all saw the hill, like, on Instagram and any of that stuff where they working out and doing all that stuff at? Y'all seen that, like, on the news and stuff? I go to that hill every morning, right? And on that hill, as the sun is rising, I write a vision. Right? Every single day. I don't care what the day looks like. I write my vision out. Every single day. Y'all, the other day, I drew this house. Right? That looks like crap. I'm not an artist. I drew this house. I don't know where the house came from. I don't know what. I don't know. Right? But this is the vision that came to my mind. And to be honest, y'all, it goes with my life's vision. My life's vision is to create an infrastructure where I can do community economics, meaning if you need a job, if you want experience, if you want to become an entrepreneur, you can come over here. I can give you an opportunity, right? That's one of my goals in life. The next one is family economics to where, listen, my mom will not be able to retire, okay? 
She won't be able to retire and live a good life. Right? She won't be able to do that. So who has to retire mom? Me. My mom is about to be 60 years old soon. And she still has to work. Right? And I don't know when she's not going to be able not to work. So listen, I'm telling you, the vision, y'all, it got to be sensible. It has to connect. So I wrote this out, right? I put in the back, I put a business center, I put all these different things, and then I wrote this number that scared the mess out of me. A hundred acres. Oh, God. Y'all, I was trembling when I wrote this. Y'all know how big a hundred acres is? Yes. Huge. It's nuts. And I'm like, what? That's not something I could just come up to with my, on my own, right? That's not just something I was just like, oh, man, 100 acres. It's the vision that was given to me, y'all. But how do you get to that? Number one, y'all, you got to have a sensible vision first. You got to start with what you, you got to start with a streamline of what you want, what you want to become, what you want to have. What do you want to achieve? What can you believe for yourself? Right? So on this sheet right here, I need somebody to read under number one. I need somebody to read that under number one. Mm-hmm. Hold on, stop right there. Does anybody know what ambiguous means? There, anybody know? I'm going to give you my definition. All right? Y'all can look this up on your own. Ambiguous is basically you don't want to dream a dream that's all over the place. Unclear. Unclear. Unfocused. Unfocused, right? Now, this is what I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that you have to have your life figured out. Most of you are 17, maybe 16, 18, right? I don't want you to have your whole life figured out. But I do want you to have a vision of where you want to go. Have a picture of what you want to do, who you want to be. What do you want out of life? I'll go ahead and finish that sentence for me. What you picture. You get out what, what you picture, y'all. So I wanted a lot of stuff in my life, but I only got what I visioned. Y'all, do y'all know I envisioned this program before we ever had it? I've been speaking about having a program for years. Like when, when Ms. Wardell had me come and inspire her students, I would say I want to have a program then. It didn't happen until last year. But I made the vision. I was, I'm a, one day I'm going to bring in my old journals. I used to write out, like, I want to have this program. I want, I'm an author, right, of two books and a journal. I'm an, I never saw these things. But once I set the vision, it happened. And I worked for it, but it happened, right? So next page, next page. I want you to write your big picture, y'all, right? I want you to write your big picture vision as clear as you possibly can. Don't worry. We will expand on this. Just write your vision. Just jot some things down that you want in your life. Just jot down like where you want to go. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Right? What, what does the vision really look like? What does it look like to have an a, a animation business? What does it look like to graduate from here and, and do whatever it is that you want to do in your life? What does it look like to get that college degree? What you gonna be wearing? Like I go down, like y'all, I had to vision this whole, I had to envision this, before I do any speech, I envision it, right? I envision it down to my outfit. I envision this outfit, wearing this outfit in this classroom at this time. That's how deep I go with my vision. So write it out, write it out. I'll give you some time. This is 10 for 10.
All right. Uh, stop me. Stop me. With ten, how much time do you need? Ten, ten minutes? Okay. Just stop me. Just stop me. If we ain't done. All right. Okay. Sometimes you got to pull me back. Pull me back a little bit. All right. Is there anybody who wants to share just some things on their on they, on they, um, sheet? And y'all going to be doing vision. Is it this week? Okay, this week y'all be doing vision boards. Y'all be doing vision boards. So this is just the start of that. And next week, next week, my goal is for us to go over the vision boards. I'm going to do mine. Matter of fact, I might see if Ms. Wardell let me come in and do it with you. I'm big on vision, y'all. I'm huge on vision. It's a dangerous thing not to have a vision, y'all. I saw too many people. With no vision, end up in places they don't belong. Right? I've seen it too many times. With people who do not dream, they end up in places they don't want to be in. Y'all Even if you find somebody doing what you want to do, it's attainable. Mm -hmm. You see that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And it's important for you to see what you want to do, what you want to become, who you want to become. Because again, if it's ambiguous, unclear, unfocused, you just looking into a cloud of maybes and what ifs and possibilities and Unclear. You walk around looking for it. Like I said, that's what we were doing. We didn't all, like I said, all we knew was high school, college. We didn't have no plan, graduate from college, get a job, pay off college. That's all I knew. I didn't take the time. I wasn't focused enough to, to figure out who I wanted to be, where I wanted to be, why. I wanted to be, mm-hmm. which is kind of a blessing and a curse because going through that, bumping our heads, now we can let us here. And you're going to have, I always have something to say, but you're going to have stumbling blocks as you start to execute your vision, right? Mm-hmm. As you're working towards that vision, there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be
neighborhood. But once he got it, it's not a stop there moment. Okay, I have achieved this goal. This is what I wanted to achieve. This is what I achieved. So what, what next? So he continues to build upon that foundation that he laid for himself and his family. Because he has three kids. He has three kids. His three kids will not have less than two cars, a house they own with a garage. Because that they haven't seen less. Mm-hmm. They've seen their father and their mother provide more. Yep. So they'll want more. And the, the important thing to, to note with that is that y'all are going to be cycle breakers, yeah. right, in your family. You will not repeat the cycle of poverty. You won't repeat the cycle. If you grew up without a, with an absent father like I did, you won't repeat that cycle, right? You will not repeat that cycle. Absolutely. Who lives with a single parent, like either like a grandparent or a mother or just a father? Do you think your one parent working this hard so that you can grow up one day and be in the same position that they were in? You think your mama is trying to give you every opportunity or your dad or your grandma or your aunt or whoever you are trying to give you every opportunity so you can be just like they are. Struggling just to get you everything. And you know what, this is my thing, and this is what I love about parents. Especially, um, honestly, especially single parents. Some of y'all don't even realize y'all struggling. They make it look, they make your life so comfortable that you don't Ooh. realize that it's hard for them for you to have what you have. That's, that's the job of a parent. But they don't want that for you. And that's why I appreciated my mom so much. Because my mom kept it real. You ain't getting no J's. Period. I can't pay the bills. You see what I'm saying? We weren't hood rich. Right? There's a lot of people who are hood rich. Meaning, you got all the J's, you got all the things. But, that's not really how you live. Right? And, just last year, man. Just last year, we had people, t- we were talking about, like, what do y'all think, like, the dollar amount is for, like, poverty. Things like that. Right? And a lot of people just, they you don't have a real scope. I knew we were living in poverty, but I didn't understand the extent of what poverty was. You see what I'm saying? But, like she just said, they're not working that hard for you to repeat that. The one thing, that's why I came up with that vision that I had when I said that I wanted a wife, kids, stuff like that. Because I didn't grow up like that. So that was my first achievable goal. It was like, yo, I got married at 21. I got married at 21. We had a kid almost a year later. I've been married seven years. I'm 27. You see what I'm saying? So I came up with that vision because I said, I'm not repeating the cycle that my father did. My father got like 10 kids and never took care of none of them. You see what I'm saying? That's in me, though. That's in me. And I can't run away from that. I can't run away from that my father wasn't there, his father wasn't there, his father's father wasn't there. I can't run from that. That's a cycle. My whole family are drug addicts or drug dealers. I can't run from that. But I can Say, I'm not living like that. And as a matter of fact, we're going to get to that too on this paper. Because sometimes you don't know what you want, but if you can figure out what you don't want, that's just as powerful. That's just as powerful. Go ahead. What you said, I learned a quote and stuff in the movie I watched. It says either you can run from it or you can learn from it. That's a, listen, we gone. Y'all have a nice day. That's it. <laughs> that's it. But hey, t- uh, so anybody else want to share the vision part? You wrote a lot. Do you, you mind sharing anything? You want to share anything? Okay. That's good. Number two. Uh, I think Kiana and Tanner have their hands for you. Oh, anybody, yeah. anybody want to share vision? Go, yeah, go, yeah, of course. Okay. So I said I aspire to be a surgeon or an EMT in the next 15 years at the latest. I want to be living comfortably with my family slash children. I also want to possibly write a book about my life slash journey. 
and be an advocate for anyone who relates to me. And like, I used to have a passion for writing when I was younger. So I didn't get that, what you just said that. It's just like, I talk a lot and like, I communicate really good. And like, my teachers told me that, and like, my writing skills. Right. So, you articulate very well. Right? So, hold on, this is what we're going to do. We're going to fight for that. Because that was amazing. That was amazing. That was amazing. Listen, that's why it's important to have a vision. Even if she doesn't want to go down that path later, it's important to have it now. Because at least you got a roadmap and you can do like this. Oh, it's a detour. Let me go this way. It's like your GPS. Right? I just got a, I just got a notification from my phone saying I-70 was closed, something like that, accident, something like that. Detour, but I got a roadmap. I know where I want to go. And even though it may be this road and I got to take this detour and it takes me a year to get there, Guess what? I know what I want. Go, you want you want to share, Rook? You want to share? Um, I want to be a photographer. I want to travel. I want to see the world and take photos that others don't stop long enough to see. Mm. My grandma, she at a young age, I started being a photographer. Like when I first got my phone, I started taking photos at the zoo, and people saw my photos and they said, "How old are you?" And I said, um, "I'm about ten or eleven, or maybe nine. And they said, "Well, you're really good." And my grandma says, she makes me cry every day when she says, you are so good, you can be a photographer. And she brags about me. And I cry. I said, my mom never said that, nothing to me. So that's why I just get emotional. Amazing. I say about your, about your vision. Because who, who believes in the power of words? You know how, like, when you say something, it happens, but if you don't say it, it may or may not happen. Mm -hmm. Speak it. Have you ever heard the time speak things to be as though they were? So you... Listen to the I words. I believe it to, in my soul. When she says, I will be a photographer, she will. When you put it out there, now you own it. Like, it's responsible. It's like, you can, you know how when you say something about somebody, you can apologize, but you can't take the words back there. Mm -hmm. Now, there's nothing you can do about them. They're going to fester and grow. Yep. It's the same way with your vision. So when he asks to say the vision, even if you don't say it in class, if you feel like, I'm just shy or this ain't me, I'm not ready to share yet. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go home and say, I will, whatever you put under your yep. I will. As a and matter of fact, go, go ahead. Quick, and this is what you need to know, because I want to backtrack about your drug dealer, because you know Ms. Wardell don't know how to shut up. <laughs> Remember when he said he came from a family of drug dealers, and, and, and just, that may be our families, right? We need to understand that not everybody's going to understand where you're going. Your vision is your vision, Shia. And I'm just yep. using her because she's in my line of sight. So let's say, she, what do you want to do? What's one of your ultimate goals in life? Just one. Okay, so she wants to be a neonatal nurse. What if she's in school and money gets hard and I don't feel like this is child. I haven't even talked to her mother, but I talked to her about her family. It seems like she has a great family support. But what if money gets tight? She'd be like, girl, you gotta quit school. You you need to get a full-time job and go to school. Part-time, I this we got bills to pay. Like, no, honey. I know you wanna be a neonatal nurse, and neonatal nursing ain't going nowhere. You need to work full time. Schools don't have to wait. So sometimes you're going to go through stuff where people don't understand your vision and they're going to try to instruct or give you advice that is not what you want to do. Based off of their yeah. experience but and their Absolutely. Experience. And these are people who love you, like your mom, your dad, your brother. And they mean good. Yes. They're I not a, bad people. Yeah. Yes. I had a cousin. One of my cousins. Um, he did 13 years in jail. One of his parents... Yeah, for um for killing somebody. Mm -hmm. One of his parents actually encouraged him to sell drugs. And, and he sold big drugs, made a lot of money doing it. 
But that ended up with him losing 13 years of his freedom and, and now dealing with the burden that he killed somebody who tried, in essence, to rob him. Yeah. Right? Missed out on 13 years of his daughter's life, 13 years of his son's life. His son is only 13. So his son was born shortly after he left. Um, however, he's now running a very solid organization that he just started. He's running it well. So he's always been business-minded. Mm-hmm. So instead of his mother encouraging him to sell drugs, maybe if she would have encouraged him to run a business, mm-hmm. he would have never lost those 13 years. Exactly. But she the, the, she dated drug dealers. She saw that fast money. She saw that lifestyle. And she saw something in her son, but instructed him the, down the wrong way. Now him, honestly, knowing, you know, knowing that she had his best interest at heart, did what his mama said. And he did it very well. Like, he mastered it. But he could have mastered that business just as... He could have been 13 years into a business or into a non-profit organization building not only his life but the lives of others. But now we're 13 years behind. But that's okay. Like, we deal with what we have. But sometimes the people you love may not see what you see. And it's okay to say, you know, you know what, Mom? I, I know we're struggling. And, you know, it's a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. Just uh, just a few more years and I'm being the other nurse and we're not going to be in this position. But listen, listen so to this. Sometimes you may have to recalibrate their mind. Well, what she's saying, you guys are coming up in a different age. Mm-hmm. Your parents, your grandparents, they didn't, say, they didn't have the same options and opportunities that you do. So you're, 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 you're automatically thinking different because you're in a different world. So back then selling drugs, that that was an occupation. It was. Right. Right. My my dad, I'm from Chicago. I didn't even know my real dad till he died. My dad used to chop cars, run guns for the mafia in Chicago. We got the docile end of my father. When I go to Chicago now, I'm I'm still still meeting his half of my family. Oh man, your dad. No, he's my but what move? I'm like, where are you? That's why I cut grass. Right. So, put build. He's a carpenter. He passed on skills to me. As well, I used to have an anger issue. That came from him. You know what I'm saying? As well as other things. But you're growing up in an age where you don't have to do that. You don't have to think of it. So, like when he says, your his mom is pushing into that. That's probably what she knew. You have different opportunities, different options. So this is what we're going to do, y'all, because we don't, we don't got that much time. Here's what, here's what I want y'all to do before, uh, I just want to put this out there before uh, we have to leave, right? Yeah, I want y'all to finish these, okay? Finish these on your own, but we're going to go to the last page. This page right here. We're going to go to this page right here. So here's what I want y'all to understand. When we say that people will not see your vision, I'm not saying that. out of just uh, something I read, out of theory. I'm saying that out of experience, y'all. My own, listen, I love Wolf, right? I love Miss Wardell. I'm not sure if they could see when I made the decision to get out of the military. Eight years, I had a career, y'all, full time, right? I had a career, I was was making. I was like, this man has a wife? And three kids. kids? What, what, he he got benefits right now. Crazy benefits. benefits. Again, thinking. For the, his best interest. So it's not like it's coming, like, nah, bro, you can't do that. I'm like, you have responsibilities, you know, you gotta provide. You're thinking the best for him. 
But he saw something else. But for they himself. can't see what God put inside of me. You see what I'm saying? They can't see that. This is my best friend. We've been listen. We've been doing this for the past maybe two years, three years, and we've known each other for ten years. He thought I was stupid. There's a lot of people who thought I was stupid, like out of my mind, when I say I'm not signing no more contracts. I'm done. But they don't understand that for the last two years I've been praying for this opportunity right here. And do y'all know that I only did this so I can have the freedom to do this? I got tired of having to shave my face. I got tired of having to wear this and then leave here and go change to some random bathroom to go to work. I got tired of that stuff. I, you know what really made me jump? I did, listen to this, I did a contract for my job. They got $3 million. Guess what I got from that? 20 cent raise. I got $22. I went from $21 an hour to $22. They got $3 million off of work that I did. Then I said, you know what? I got to bet on me. I got to bet on me. And I don't care what it takes. I don't care what happens. Yes, I could lose my house. Yes, I could lose everything. But guess what? Me and my wife made a decision. We all sat down at the table. My wife, my kids. I said, I'm willing to lose everything except for y'all. I'm willing to lose it all except for y'all. I'm, losing, I'm willing to lose everything, our cars. I'm willing to go live back in your grandma's house. I'm willing to do whatever we got to take, but we ain't stopping. We're going to keep it going, right? We ain't turning back. I will never, and I'm going to say this to you, and I, I mean this, I will never turn back. And I will never turn back for y'all. I will never turn back so y'all know what's possible. I will never turn back because my man right here want to own his own business, and maybe I'm the only example he got. I'm never going back. And people may think I'm stupid. This, this two weeks ago, my life was cut off for a day. Just a couple months ago, just a couple months ago I, had a, I had a disconnect notice. And guess what else I had? They said I was, I was two months behind on my mortgage. But guess what? That leap of faith, I put my faith into my creator. And guess what? Worked it out. And now Wolf gets to see how I, how I persevere so now he knows it's possible for him. Yeah, I may be stupid. Yeah, I may be. I don't know. I got crazy faith. And I, and I believe in me. If I can do it on the job, if I can do it in here, if I can do it for everybody else, I can do it for me. So here's what I need you to do. On that piece of paper, as we leave, on the I am, I need you to affirm yourself. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am wise. I am smart. Whatever it is that you want to write down, write it down. The day that I started saying I am is the day my life changed. The day that I started saying I am an author, the day I started saying I am a youth development coach, the day that I said I am an entrepreneur, guess what? It wasn't easy. I just told you last week my life was cut off. And guess what? We did 100 meals. Listen to this. And Wolf will tell you, we did 100 meals for the homeless, 100 um, toothpaste, all these different things. I run the community outreach for my church, right? I run it the same way we do this. I run that, right? We did all that, and my bank account was in the negatives when I did it. My bank account was in the negatives when I did it. And guess what? Right after, it, 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 my eyes open. I'm out there feeding the homeless. And listen, I tell you, my spirituality, God told me, listen, you could be out here. I got you. I got you. You believed in me. You took your faith. You ran out on the path. I got you. And guess what happened that night? We made about $500 that night after we got done doing that, doing that uh, community thing. Peaks and valleys in business, y'all. But guess what? I'm smarter now. I got money put up, but I won't touch that money because that is a long-term investment for my kids. 
Every uh, I had to learn that money. Listen, I, nobody taught me about money. That all money ain't linked. Like when you start business, sometimes your money not linked with. Meaning you can't pull cash out. But you got money invested and it's coming back. But you got to wait for that. Right? So I am. Write it down. I am. I am. I am somebody. I am. I am going to make it. Write it down. Make it real. Don't play with this. I give y'all 30 seconds. We're going to go to the next one. But like I said, please, please take this home. Write this out because next week we're going to finish the rest of this. Because there's two more things you need to take with you. We only got to the first one. But, hey, we love to let this thing go how it goes. Right? Miss Wardell, she has infinite wisdom. Right? Infinite to us. To us. She does. Infinite wisdom. But I feel like, I feel like. From experience. Right. From experience. be honest, the thing I love about Miss Wardell, and she don't say this, she don't gotta be here. Miss Wardell, okay, what type of degree do you have, Miss Wardell? I have a few degrees. Was you making more money before, like when you were working at Macy's, when you were doing your thing, the bonuses, oh, all I that type of stuff? Bank, I, worked, I made like three times more than I make here. Come on now. She does this because she loves y'all. I love Listen. this. Like, when I got into it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. I didn't feel like this going to the bank, making three Listen, Miss Wardell don't even know that she's made my dream come true. Uh, she's been to Cali. Without Miss Wardell, we wouldn't be here right now. Right now. Miss Wardell actually got me my first paycheck as a speaker. We don't talk about this, but she did. Okay, so I am, we wrote I am. We wrote I am. The next one, I will. I will. I will. Listen to me, man. We're talking about the future. So I am is your present self. I will is your future self. Right? So we're talking about the difference from the real self and the ideal self. This is psychology. I learned this in college, y'all. I paid $50,000 and I learned that right there. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I took with me. Listen, the ideal self versus the future self. So I will is who you're going to be. I will earn whatever it is, $100,000 salary by the age of something, whatever. Be specific. Oh, you better be prepared. You sit around waiting for it. You go, and we gonna talk about that in session two. Yeah. Right. And I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not going to class. No. Not um, trying to. And that's why I say the dream starts here. Matter of fact, okay, we did. I am. I will. Now remember, take this with you and do your thing. Okay, this last one, Miss Wardell. How much time we got? Uh, you need. You said five. Okay, okay. So real quick, real quick, real quick. Number three, number three. I'm just going to go over this real quick. Please follow me. I want you to, at the top of the page on number three, right here. Top of the page, right here. I need you to write down somebody you love. This is where it gets real. I need you to write down your mom, your dad, whoever it is that you love more than anything in this world right now. I need you to write that person's name on this piece of paper because this right here is going to be the only motivation you need for the rest of your life. 
Listen to what I'm about to say. We're going in speed right now. The passionate, and this is Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, right? The passionate, committed mind can never be defeated. The passionate, committed mind can never be defeated. What is passion? Passion is a burning desire. What is commitment? Seeing the thing through. So if you got a burning desire to be successful and you got the will to see it through, you're going to make it. But how do we get the will? We get the will when we stop thinking about ourselves and we start thinking about mama. I wish, man, I was so stupid in high school, y'all. I was acting a fool in high school, getting kicked out. I was on my way of get, to getting expelled in school while my mama is out working 70 hours a week. I was foolish. That was stupid of me, y'all. I'm over here disgracing my mom, putting her through hell while she already working 70 hours just to keep the lights on. And she told me one day the bills was piled up. My mama never cried. My mama never, never said, woe is me. My mama never said, man, I'm just waiting for handouts. She wouldn't even, listen, she wouldn't even get government assistance. My mama had pride. My mama had will, y'all. My mama, every single day I see her wake up before all of us, get some things in place, leave for work, and I won't see her till nighttime. And here I am acting a fool. Here I am running the streets. Here I am just going to chasing girls all through the, high, all through the hallways, Stuff like that, not going to class. You can ask Wolf. Wolf used to tell me, dude, why you ain't going to class? Because Wolf had 3.0 something. I'm here making a 1.5. Acting a fool, y'all. So I need you to understand right here when we say I must, you must become successful. Not because of you, but because somebody needs you. My mama needs me. If my mama gets cancer or anything. Listen, Lord forbid. But if anything happens to mama, guess who got to take care of mama? Her insurance ain't going to do it. So I must be successful. I cannot turn around because of mama. I cannot turn around because of you. Like I said, I cannot come in here and tell you, get through the failures, y'all. Get through all the stuff that you got to go through. And here I am retreating. Here I am running back when things get hard. No, I must become successful because I got people that are looking at me. I got people that are starting businesses because they said, you did what? I remember you like you fell out of school. You wrote a book? What? I can write a book. Yeah, you can. Because that book got a lot of grammatical errors. You might have heard a million on today. I don't know what I didn't say. <laughs> but with all that, I said I must. And when you say I must, you don't give yourself no options. Listen, this is what I told myself when I took my leap of faith. I said it has to work or it has to work. It has to work or it has to work. I don't give myself options. I don't say, Destry, if it don't work, just go back to the military. No, I'm not saving my face ever again. I like this beer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. But seriously, guys, I must. It's the most powerful thing you will ever say after you say, I am and I will. Right? And I'm going to turn this over to Miss Wardell. But like I said, put your name on this. Please fill this out because next week we're going we gonna to run with this. Okay, well, right. I want you guys to give it to me since we're going to be Okay, okay. I don't trust y'all because y'all backpacks. <laughs>